0: n-e-t-s-u-i-t-e dot com slash (laughs) w-t-f all right let's do this how are you what the fuckers what the fuck buddies what the fucking ears what's happening i'm mark Marin. this is my podcast w-t-f welcome to it if you're new to it if you're not you're right how's it going you want to know who's on the show today? I can do that. Lisa Kudrow is here. She's in a film. She's She's got a nice part as a mom in the new film Booksmart, which is a very exciting, uh, fun movie about young people. Uh, and that's uh, in theaters this Friday, May 24th. Some funny shit in that movie. And she's going to be here momentarily. She was here already, but you're going to hear her momentarily unless you're already past this part. But I also want to bring up uh, the fact that, like, I was at the comedy store last night, and um, Sammy Shore—that's Pauly's dad, Peter's dad, Mitzi's ex-husband—passed away. He was like 92. Um, I did one of the last interviews with Sammy. Uh, He—he was actually the guy that first opened the comedy store. But uh, after a couple years of it being just sort of a clubhouse for uh, standups, he—he and Mitzi were divorced, and she took it. And made it the empire that it is and was. Uh, but we did uh, we did do uh, an episode with Sammy, and uh, we republished it. Uh, It's from 2016. I went out to Vegas to interview uh, Sammy. It's episode 771, 771, and it's available in the free episode feed of whatever podcast app you're using. It's also available at wtfpod.com. This is something we do. We don't like having to do it, but... uh, you know, life is life and Sammy Shore has passed away and he was a he was an important comic and he was part of a generation of comics that many people have forgotten. He was once Shecky Green's comedy partner. And that might mean nothing to a lot of people who are listening to this right now, but he, he was he was one of the guys. He was one of the he's one of the real old school comics and he's no longer with us. So rest in peace, Sammy. And if you want to listen to that episode, it's there in the feed for you now. I was just in Seattle. What day is today? Today's Sunday. Yeah, I don't think I've talked to you since I went to Seattle. I left Wednesday, and then Thursday I did a bunch of press for the uh, film, Sword of Trust. Uh, I was up there with Lynn Shelton, the director of the movie, and then we had the big screening. We were the opening night gala or gala, or it depends where where you're from, and whether where you're from they pronounce it incorrectly. They had a screening of the film in front of like 3,000 people, in this big, beautiful uh, auditorium theater thing, and it was it was something, man. I because you're sitting there, you know. We introduced the movie, and then you kind of waited out. People are watching it. Most of the people there don't know what to do, to expect. They don't know what the movie is. They don't know if it's going to be funny. They know it's called a comedy, and it was weird because when it premiered at South by Southwest. You know, that was a kind of lit up young hipster ish crowd. And they were just you know, laughing right at the beginning. But this one took a little longer, maybe seven or eight minutes before they got the groove. But man, once they dropped into that groove, laughs all the way through, all the way fucking through. How often does that happen? This is a room full of people that didn't know what to expect getting laughs. I was laughing. I cried. I laughed again at a movie I was in. I don't know if that's a type of narcissism or what, but. It was really something. And the more I see it, the more it makes sense to me and how, because the first time you see something, you're looking at it that you're involved in. You look at it with a different type of critical eye or you, maybe you're too critical, but it works together. It's so, it's so good. It was so sort of exciting. And then we did a Q&A after, which I sort of hijacked because I'm all worked up. I finished that book, uh, Fantasyland. So I'm really uh, on the tip of uh, pushing back on the magical thinking epidemic that we're experiencing on all levels. But there was a great experience. It was a great experience. Uh, and I think everybody had a good time. And I was in Seattle for three days or like one day really. But I did, I, I was able to get down to my place. I was able to, yeah, I've been going to Seattle for a long time and I love that city. I love the country up there. I love the climate. I love everything about the Pacific Northwest. And I love the seafood and I love going to fish markets. And I love... This place called Jack's Fish Stop. And I think I've talked about it before. And for some reason, even though I'm eating pretty fucking clean, pretty healthy, except for New York, leave me alone. I was only, you know, I'm entitled to have a nice steak for dinner occasionally, but I've been eating pretty good. And then it's just become. I get to Seattle and then the struggle begins. Are we going to have fried scallops? Are we going to Jack's Fish Stop? Can I fit that into my schedule? Should I even eat a basket of fried scallops and beautiful French fries? Should I even do that? It's probably not good. And th- then here's the, this is the other thing that happens. The other struggle is like, hey, man, just because you're on the road doesn't mean that you're on a different planet or it doesn't count. OK, just because you're on the road doesn't mean you can't continue eating You know, in a healthy way. And then I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to die soon. And like, isn't isn't eating good food part of joy? Isn't that what joy is? Isn't joy putting fun things into your mouth? And, uh, and then the other part is being like, yeah, but is it worth it? That's that's the other. Who the hell is that guy talking to you? Is it really worth it? Is it worth what? I'm taking statins. I mean, come on. Doesn't that give me a little bit of a pass? No, but like, what about the calories? What about the fried? What about the, yeah, I mean, is it worth it? I, I, all right, man. All right. But it's like I'm just saying that if I get if I get to the end of my rope, if I get to the last dying breath and I'm like, you know, a few fried scallops short of of having a meaningful life, I'm going to blame you. I said to myself. And right up till I got there, I mean, my level of, uh, you know, sort of committing to indecisiveness is profound. If I have one skill uh you know uh, emotionally it's like i i can commit to indecisiveness for for years but i got to jack's fish stop i saw the dead fish how great is it why do i love looking at dead fish it's like it's like the saddest aquarium i like watching fishy swim in a tank you know seeing the sharkies in the big tank seeing them swim around in circles you know seeing them through the glass look at that fishy but like, what does the top of that fish look like? What does the underside of that fish look like? What does that fish look like inside its mouth? What does that fish look like when it's just uh, sitting still? Those are unanswerable questions, unless you're at a fish market. That's, I mean, that's really, if you want to learn, that's where you learn. At the SAD, the SAD Aquarium, which is the fish market. You can like, get right up close. You can stick your finger in their mouth. You can look at their eyes. You can turn them over. can hold them in your hand. You can you know you can throw them. They're throwing them down there. They're throwing the dead fish. So I get to the counter and I see that at Jack's uh, Fish Stop, they're now serving the grilled salmon. You know, and that's healthier. Nice piece of grilled salmon that would have been healthy, fresh. It's right there. You see you see the guy before they cut it. You saw the whole guy, and then they're going to take a piece of that guy and just. But right up to when it was coming out of my mouth, uh, the guys are. I can help you, and I'm like. Yes, I want these scallops, scallops. And I said it. I said it like I just won something inside me. that like I, I had the commitment like, like there were two people involved in that decision and they both had a different thing to say, but the louder, more committed one won. Just scallops as if and then I turned and smiled at the, the invisible other me that was there beside me. And I got to be honest with you, man. I got to, look, I don't know what you like or who you are or what makes your life worth living or whether you think it is. But for me, these scallops were nice big ones. They were fried just right. They had nice tang to them. Like sometimes scallopies that taste really scallopy, fucking great. They were fucking fried perfectly on a bed of French fries with some cocktail sauce. I was so happy with them. I was so happy that I ate them for about an hour after I was happy and I stayed pretty happy and even right now even right now reflecting back on the scallops I don't know what was better really if I'm if I'm in the feelings that I'm having right now was the screening of a film I starred in which got lots of laughs equal or or better than the, the five or six fried scallops I had that afternoon I'm just gonna put them in different columns and say they were both amazing Look, people, how about some email reading? I've got some, some listener engagement I want to share with you. Uh, let's see. This one will just, uh, let's, why don't we all spend a little time blowing some smoke up Mark's ass? How would that be? Studs Turkle, subject line, dot, 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 filled the early morning silences of my Southside Chicago home growing up, giving us all a shared experience. Another tie that bound my Irish Catholic family and kept us together through the Aridity and loneliness of middle class life. He was the only man I never knew whose death I genuinely mourned. As I start a South Side Chicago family of my own now at thirty four, I find your show filling a similar space. I find that comforting and important. I hope you continue your work. It's more important than you know. It's more than coincidence that you began when you did. I like to think you're picking up where Studs left off. That is so fucking nice. And humbling and thank you for that compliment. I had the pleasure of meeting studs towards the end of his life. It was just um it was just great. It was like it was a great moment. I guess it was like the second version of Air America, maybe the first I can't remember. Maybe it was towards the end of that first run on Air America that he came in and uh, <laughs> Yeah. He had a he had a hearing aid in both ears and uh and he took them both off. And he said something about like a a princess removing her earrings or something. And then he put the headphones on and uh, the board op, Kalo, was like, uh, good. And he kept going. He kept putting his thumb up, like higher, higher. And it it was so loud that it was bleeding into the studio. And you you could hear Kalo asking if that was good coming out of his headphones. And he was like, yes, that's good because he had taken off his hearing aids. It was very endearing and beautiful. Beautiful moment. Here's another uh, another email. Subject line: Rudolph wasn't written by Gene Autry. Dennis. Hi, Mark. Dennis Quaid doesn't know his own family's history. Gene Autry didn't write Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It was written by a Jewish-American songwriter named Johnny Marks. Nor did he write Frosty. He recorded them. It only stuck with me because I remember listening to a segment on the CBC about how so many wartime Christmas songs were written by Jews and that the Rudolph song was particularly poignant in dealing with the feeling of other that Jewish people felt. His nose. His nose. Gene Autry has a good old boy Christian nose, Dennis. Cool it. Take care. Charlotte. Yep. The Jews have been entertaining the Gentiles for a long time uh, to the point where we are fundamentally necessary in that entertainment, primarily so they don't kill us. Mark, you have an uh, an outstanding podcast and I enjoy your work as a comedian. You have spoken about Ireland. Today's remarks with Angelica Houston made me think of a quote from John Patrick Moynihan after the JFK assassination. Quote, there is no point in being Irish unless you realize that eventually the world will break your heart. Unquote. Steve. Man, I, that's that's good. I like that one. Oh, Lisa Kudrow is is here. I was so excited to talk to her because I love her so much. She's one of those people that I'm like, I don't even know if I could handle talking to her because she's so she's so exactly who she is. She's so Lisa Kudrow. But I always thought she was uniquely funny and charming and smart and all the things, all the things that people are when you like them, right? And then she it then it happened. She like I was a little intimidated to be honest with you, because um, I thought she could be intense. But I, I had a nice time with her. She's in this new film which I saw, Book uh, which is funny and, and it's a it's a, an exciting teen comedy that's good for adults. I thought it's in theaters uh, this Friday, May twenty fourth, and obviously you know her from Friends and from other things she's done. But now you're going to know her from talking to me. This is me and Lisa Could Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English read the foxed page is for you get it now wherever you get your podcasts bro i can't believe i've never met you before
1: i know me too
0: did you did you think that like you know how yeah yeah
1: well i always wonder Maybe we've met, and
0: uh, yeah, you know, I know, I I don't and think I we don't. ever have. Like, I know people you know, but I never met you.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: You're from here. Yeah, your your whole life in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, Tarzana, the Valley. Yeah,
0: yeah. So like, it, you've never left, really.
1: I went to college, you know, in New York. Yeah, So, four years.
0: But your family wasn't in show business. No. What were they doing?
1: Well, my father is retired. He's a doctor.
0: What kind of doctor?
1: He is, well he was a headache specialist.
0: What does that mean?
1: That means, <laughs> <laughs> I mean he was an internist and right. then in 1971 he decided he was just going to treat and research headache headaches ex- exclusively. Huh. And he, you know, he was pretty notable.
0: Really, I mean it would, it, I guess it's like one of those things where you, like, everyone gets headaches. Seems like a good business.
1: Well, he was, (laughs) he's not usually, he's not business driven. Yeah. uh,
0: (laughs) I grew up with a doctor too. My dad's a doctor. Oh, what kind? Orthopedic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Saws and hammers.
1: Woof. That's rough. You can say shit. (laughs) That's so rough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Surgeon. Knees. That's so brutal. Hips.
1: Yeah. My dad, by the way, he was. uh, Is
0: that your nicotine gum? Oh, Yeah. Oh, that's so great! Why, what do you have? That, I got the nicotine the lozenge. lozenge.
1: Yeah, no, I prefer the gum.
0: Have you tried these? Yeah. You don't like them? I don't. I can't. I but don't you find yourself chewing the fucking gum like all day? Yeah. Like even, but I mean the same piece. Like that. I, oh no. Oh.
1: I mean that would be great if I did. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great.
0: Like I like these because like I can like completely control the. Um, what? Did you take it out? No, I don't take it out, but you know, sometimes you suck on them harder, and then you get more, and like you know, and I, I guess I've gotten used to them. The but gum. the same
1: as the gum, like with each. That's but then what I was, end up chewing
0: a lot of gum, and I think yeah. it's hard on my jaws and my teeth. Oh, don't yeah. you love nicotine though?
1: Oh my <sighs> god, I do. Oh it's my. really toxic though. R- What'd you I learn find... about it? Well,
0: we'll get back to doctors.
1: Yeah. Well, but it comes from my dad also yeah. studying it, but, um, I think it's like a wonder drug though.
0: No, but what's toxic about it? I oh, mean, like I,
1: if I chew too much, right? Or also, you know, now I had dental issues, so then well, that's the a, reason
0: I can't do the gum. I think it wears your jaws and your teeth down.
1: Yeah, doesn't it? Well, I was I had work done, so I had like temporary,
0: oh, you know, things yeah, in, yeah, uh,
1: crowns, right? And, and so it would just yank them out. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> chew. Them. So, um, but so my husband had these jewels so i started doing that jewels what are those you know the the like vape
0: oh vape oh yeah Make yeah, yeah. but then you're back vape. on the tan thing
1: oh my god and it's so much worse yeah i think it's i think it's probably as bad as cigarettes i think I don't we don't know.
0: know what's in that shit
1: well i know they're burning something sticky oh, that right. you're breathing into your lungs right so so that you know, so you're off that, that. but good. what
0: what did you i'm looking for the information yeah you but so have. i'd
1: get sick i i just feel sick Nauseous. if i chew too much of or course just ill
0: yeah, I am kind feel like of
1: nauseous and all just day long. exhausted. Yeah. and like oh my god, I'm not well. I'm not going to live long. Right, you know, like <laughs> that <laughs> right. for sure.
0: You don't track it to the gum. It's not. You just. <laughs> it's just like you're on a nicotine overdose. You yes. just. Sometimes yeah. I'll I'll go to sleep with the the things in my mouth. <laughs> you too?
1: No. Oh no, I'd be too afraid of choking <laughs> to death. I've swallowed one of them once, and I thought, "Oh my God, that's the most dangerous thing that's ever happened to me."
0: <laughs> you swallowed a nicotine I'd gum. Swallowed
1: it. <laughs> it's like I felt like you know I like can. It's um, so funny you say, "My Fair Lady." Yeah, and she swallowed a marble. I swallowed one, <laughs> and that's all I could think was, "I swallowed one."
0: But did it? Did, I find that when I accidentally swallow them, they don't. They don't. It doesn't make me like. It, Sick. I don't think it works the same way. Yeah, I think it goes. But I'm happy about the nauseousness <laughs> because I, I do that to myself all day long. That's like bad. I'll just like I'll keep eating them until I'm like I can't even go up the stairs.
1: Right. It's not just nausea though. It's know, just, it's it just it saps the life out of you. It does, and you have to. It's toxic. Nap. Of course it is. And guess what? The best delivery system for nicotine is. Uh, chew. Tobacco. <laughs> yeah. Not, I don't think it's chew. I think mm. it's smoking it. Yeah. It's the best dose.
0: But yeah, that's why I think I get a bigger a better dose than the gum with oh, the lozenge. All right. That's all.
1: But I think it's a good thing. And my father was researching it and he was sending he sends me stuff. It's Wait, like, he, oh, really? oh, they've done studies and About? with Parkinsons, you know, you see oh, a decrease. Oh, really? It's good for that and Alzheimer's, you know. Oh, really? Potentially. Yeah, it's Well, like, I think as, good as long as you're your not brain.
0: inhaling the smoke, I think that's the burning smoke is bad.
1: for your lungs. Yes. No, I but mean you're general. gonna have yeah, you know, some kind of
0: thing. I chronic just want a
1: pulmonary issue if with you smoke if you smoke, yeah,
0: I'll tell you what I get obsessed about what What's it doing to my kidneys or my pancreas? And, the nicotine, yeah, just this, anything do you know? I got don't any know. info? I don't think so oh, I don't I'm not, are you hypochondriac
1: well i I say no, okay, but I think I'm aware, yeah, and alert, <laughs> but <laughs> And it's a fine line.
0: (laughs) I just found growing up-
1: Pathology and caution.
0: Yeah, true. But I found growing up with a doctor, you know, uh, but it sounds like your dad, internist, researcher, headache guy, probably had reasonable hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he was around. Yeah. Oh, that's nice.
1: Well, he was around. Yeah. Not a lot.
0: Oh. So my question is, when you were a kid, when you grew up with a doctor, if you need to see a doctor, you just call your, your dad calls his buddy. Right? Yeah. Right. So like I found that uh, there were periods in my life where I always thought I had a lot of illnesses. Oh. So I needed some attention
1: oh, from my dad. You Can, you you Can you check this out? Can you
0: check this out? Can you send me over to Bob? You didn't have that? But you
1: think that was in order to get attention?
0: I think, in retrospect, yeah. I think it was a a way to get very focused attention. Or
1: this will f- interest him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can be interesting. Yeah, this look, I am dying. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tell me, I am not. Yeah, tell me why. I,
1: I didn't feel like I needed to be interested, no. interesting to my dad. <laughs> no, but I, he he was good though. I mean, yeah, he, he did find us interesting.
0: Well, that's nice. Anyway, he liked you.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, he liked us.
0: Um, you guys are Jewish. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I come yeah. from Jews. Yeah, full.
0: Full Jew. Full. I just did uh, Finding Your Roots. You did? I did it with uh, Professor
1: Has Gates. it aired? I watched no, every No, I
0: just did. I just oh. did it like the day before what yesterday. What did you find out? Crazy. Well, I mean, not totally crazy, but any of it's crazy when they go back. Any
1: information at all.
0: They 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 it's send fantastic. people to Poland.
1: Yeah. To do well, the home. Do, do you know I produce who I know. you think you are? Okay, yeah.
0: But how is that different?
1: Well, because we would send you.
0: To Poland. Poland. Oh, I should have done your show. Can I do well. your show? <laughs>
1: Well, depending on what he found out. And we usually find, like, um, a story. One story. Yeah, Yeah. within your ancestral he's line. You've done,
0: like, a ton of them, right?
1: Yeah, we've been on since 2009, 10. And
0: do you do do you deal with the, the celebrity pool? Is that who you usually yeah. do? Not just yeah. regular people? Not a lottery?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, that was our hope when we first started, mm-hmm. you know, because to us, it's all interesting. But I think what the networks discovered is yeah. that to an audience.
0: Not so some- much. <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy?
1: <laughs> to an audience. Yeah. They They'd rather see yeah. Steve Buscemi. You What'd know?
0: you find out about him?
1: Uh, I That was a while ago. He had an ancestor around Civil War time. Yeah. He was a dentist. Oh. And who kind of disappeared. and they, yeah. And he tried to kill himself. There was a. There was—he had a suicide note that he put in a bottle and threw in the river before he jumped in. Yeah. And it was found and published in a newspaper as if preserved for Steve Buscemi to find, you know, generations (laughs) later. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah.
0: What I found out is um, the Jews were always running. Yeah. That it was you know usually if they leave anywhere it was for because of anti-Semitism.
1: It was very tricky
0: to live as a Jew.
1: Well, yeah, because, you know, they didn't want to convert to mm-hmm. Russian orthodoxy, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so then they're the Christ killers. Right. But then also, if you go back further, yeah. you had serfs in the Russian Empire, but Jews, yeah. because they weren't full citizens, yeah. they weren't serfs. Right. So they had it a little better. Oh. So there was a lot of tension and animosity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I
0: was just because of the climate we're living in now and the mainstreaming of anti-Semitism that to to realize that most of the migration of all at any point in history, Mm -hmm. if it has to do with Jews, was was trying to get away from Jew haters of all, you know, the spectrum from, uh, you know, you can't do things legally to killing them. And that, right. that that affected me.
1: No, official policy right. of anti Semitism. Because exactly. I think Jews can adapt to, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Used to not being liked. Yeah. <laughs> I get that.
0: Did you marry a Jew? No. Mm.
1: But his last name is Jewish.
0: It is. Really? Stern. I'd go either way, that one.
1: Stern. Yeah. It's basically Jewish. It is Jewish. Yeah, but, but they're not those, Jews.
0: Is it German? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Alsace. Yeah. There's a lot of those German names. are like Jew? No. Nazi. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> yeah. Not, not too many Nazis named Stern, I don't think. No, no. But um, so
0: you can, yeah. so everyone thinks he's Jewish.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is he from Germany?
1: Uh, No, no. He's French. French? Yeah.
0: Do you speak French?
1: Does he? Yeah. Or do you? Oh, not great.
0: You teaching your kids French? Your kid? How many kids do yeah, you have? Yeah, we have one. Yeah?
1: Yeah. And we weren't allowed to speak French to him because he was a little uh, speech delayed. Oh, he is? Did I say speech French to him? No, I don't know. speak French.
0: Yeah. But now, is he? where's he at now?
1: Oh, he'd like to learn French, but you know. Too late. There's other things to do. And Too my late. husband feels like, you don't need to know French. No you one needs to right? know French. It <laughs> doesn't serve any purpose.
0: So, all right. So going back to the doctor, the headache doctor. Yeah. So this is the world you grew up in, yeah. headaches. Yeah, that was it. That was the that was the family racket.
1: That, <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're in headaches.
1: And I, after college, I worked for my dad, so I knew a lot about headaches.
0: But okay, like what? Do you, but do you get them?
1: Um, I don't get not headaches really. really. I hit, I get. You know, when I was a kid, I'd get a Disneyland headache.
0: Was that, oh, what does that mean?
1: That means that it's so much stimulus and excitement oh. that after you come down, you get a headache. Yeah,
0: I think I get headaches from the nicotine sometimes.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: after a certain point. Yikes. What kind of, tell me about some other headaches you learned about.
1: Well, my dad got every kind of headache.
0: Oh, so this is this was Almost. his personal mission.
1: Yeah, he got a kind of headache called cluster headache. I was just gonna is, bring those up. Oh, you know about cluster headaches? I was just
0: gonna ask about them because it, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't know a lot about them.
1: Oh. Well, it's one of the worst pains there is. Really, and people who get it, including my father, yeah. it's like a red hot poker Ugh. being forced through your eye. And when people oh, the have back them, of the eye, when people have it, yeah. their head is actually like they're leaning forward from the pressure from behind, or leaning back from the pressure. In the front, and that whole side of the face. Oh, my God. The eye's tearing, the nose is running, the mouth is drooping. It affects the whole, and it lasts about an hour. Really? Hour and a half.
0: And
1: And here's the great thing. What he learned is that you can uh, just, if you inhale oxygen, it aborts the cluster headache. It was a breathing thing. Well, oxygen, yeah. that he, his research, he oh, did a actually, lot of research. Oh, the tank you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And it's a lot. It's like yeah. 10 liters per minute. So huh. you can't do it more than 10 minutes. It dries out your lungs.
0: So he discovered this?
1: Yeah. I think someone else sort of identified it and yeah. then he brought it up as a treatment and people started using it. And so people with cluster headache would carry an oxygen tank in and, the car.
0: And this is like the Kudrow method?
1: Well, I don't know that it's called that at all, and there are some medications too. But his research, he was wondering what causes it, and he decided that his theory was that there's some injury to the hypothalamus, mm-hmm. so it's not registering oxygen levels, mm. right?
0: So he's a real scientist. You're dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh a, no, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's and a and so man. as a as a, a teenager, you were like, I'm going to get into headaches.
1: Yes. Not headaches, but um, I was gonna go to medical school, for sure.
0: Where'd you go to college?
1: I went to Vassar College. That's fancy. It was fa- it's fancy, yeah.
0: yeah. So is that an Ivy League school?
1: No, it's one of the Seven Sisters ah. to the Ivy League.
0: It was a girls' school? Yeah. Uh, was it a girls' school when you went?
1: No, no, because yeah. it switched over. It became co-ed in 1969.
0: So you, go in pre- you went pre-med?
1: I went in to be pre-med, and then I decided I didn't want to be a doctor around junior year.
0: How'd you do with the biology classes? Fine. Yeah.
1: But the, like organic chemistry was tricky. I don't know. Yeah. Math. Nah, when you start getting it. into the calculus. I can't, I don't even know. I don't even, I, I,
0: I don't even know what X is.
1: <laughs> X is what you solve for.
0: <laughs> I know, but I, um, <laughs> I couldn't do an algebra problem now. To, I could not. That's how I knew I was going to be an entertainer because you can't charm your way through math.
1: <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You can't bullshit your way nope. out of math or science. Nope. And that's why I was at a complete loss with yeah. the other, like, humanities. Yeah. And writing a paper.
0: You couldn't do that either?
1: That was my nightmare. Really? Because bullshit wasn't, you, I couldn't.
0: You're not a good bullshitter?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: Oh. I was I just I I could uh... I was overwhelmed all the time. So I could write eight pages of opening paragraphs. I could do that. Like I, I, the ideas just kept coming. The I
1: was in awe of those people and wondering like, what? So what's the value Yeah. in anything? Why <laughs> you're not learning anything if you're just, I don't understand.
0: <laughs> what's the value of, of the humanities?
1: <laughs> what's the, I don't understand the value <laughs> in it. Like, there's what no are you equation. There's, there's
0: no, like, how do you prove anything? There's
1: nothing concrete. So <laughs> yes, I, I'm very linear. Mm.
0: But so you come back from college and that's when you take the gig in your dad's office?
1: Yes, because, so I was interested in, you know, a field in evolutionary biology and I uh, thought- I'm so
0: not a doctor. You want to track the origins of every- Of, of, of things. A, of living yeah. things. Yeah, yeah.
1: And And my father was doing research in sort of like a, now it'd be, you know, within the like neuroscience mm-hmm. area. And so I got to participate- Work with him on a study. Yeah. And the idea was, great, so I'll get published, and then that'll help me get into a good graduate program.
0: For for evolutionary biology. Yeah. Huh.
1: Um, but that summer, after I graduated, our good friend, my brother's best friend, yeah. is John Levitz. <laughs> yeah. And he got on Saturday Night Live. Was he always like that? Yes. <laughs> always. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> An
0: Odd Jewish kid.
1: He's yeah. He's so nice, um, and really just funny. Yeah. He's just. He is funny. He's just funny. Yeah. He, you know. I've, Hi, Mark. Yeah. Oh. Let's see what you're. He'd call the house, you know. And I'm younger. I'm yeah. like six years younger than he and my brother. And, he, and hello. Oh hello, Lisa. Like, oh, hold on, David. Like, I just didn't feel. I didn't feel like ten minutes of, of this, <laughs> right? And so yeah. I'm like eight. Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> I don't feel You've like. Had enough. I don't feel like it. <laughs> so
0: he ends up on SNL,
1: right? And. When I was in grade school and junior high school, yeah. I did do plays and write sketches and do stuff like you wrote that. Wrote sketches, even? Wrote sketches in junior high.
0: So, okay, so you you were a funny person.
1: Yeah, I thought so.
0: But that's what you were doing. Yeah. You were like, how can we be funny on purpose? Yeah. Singing? No singing? No, no musicals? No. Just serious plays? So you kind of no, wanted to be No, not serious an actor. plays. No. No.
1: Comedy stuff. Okay. That's what I like. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, wow, this is. I didn't realize this was an option for people. I thought it was just like some magical, mysterious.
0: I hear that a lot. Luck, yeah, right? You know
1: that happens to there's, like David Hasselhoff, right? You know?
0: there's no career trajectory. It's just someone's chosen, yeah, by, by the have. forces of show business, yeah. And I they're know. made, yeah, yeah. No, I know it's hard to know. How do you? How does people decide to do that?
1: Right, yeah. and so, and I thought, oh, maybe, God. I mean, I have no responsibilities I'm 22 Mm -hmm. I don't have a mortgage to pay I don't have kids this is the time you do something that selfish right and I don't want to regret it later so you gave
0: up on decoding the living so
1: well I thought and if it doesn't work out I can go to graduate school I mean that's always an option sure Yeah, yeah just learning things
0: yeah you did well right undergrad well enough
1: well enough, yeah. You know, not yeah. great. because yeah. it was hard. I wasn't a great student. Yeah, you know. But... So you're
0: out there in the valley, in Tarzana. That's where I was. Yeah. But like now, what is it like when you were when you were younger? Were you like coming into Hollywood to party and stuff? Yeah.
1: Um, Westwood. <laughs> okay. We went to Westwood <laughs> to go to frat parties and you know go to Mustache Cafe and yeah. have chocolate souffles and <laughs> the, chicken crepes. The... <laughs> 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 That's Does the, that, the valley. Bell?
0: No, oh, no, no. I mean, I just wonder what, because like I, well, I grew up in New Mexico. What do I know? We just oh, get in a oh. car. We had driver's license at fifteen. And go where? And drive around.
1: Oh, uh, Well, had, we did that too. Sure, by you the way, drive
0: around. Get some valley. grown person to buy you beer.
1: Well, no, I didn't do that. Never. No. Huh. No, I wasn't interested. Oh, well, no. good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was serious. I mean, I was. Like 30 for a long time.
0: <laughs> when you were 15? Yeah.
1: Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> definitely.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I could feel I could see that. I was like, yeah, yeah. oh
1: boy. No, because my dad had told me the most dangerous kind of human beings on this planet are 17-year-old boys. Uh-huh. That's why they make good soldiers. They don't know they can die. Uh-huh. And, you know, they have <laughs> poor judgment. And so stay away from Don't them. get in a car with a 17-year-old boy.
0: And you didn't. I didn't. Huh.
1: I tried not to. So we'd go to football games and they, and there'd be a party and yeah. like, oh, let's go. This guy's going to drive us. I'm like, he had a beer. I'm yeah. <laughs> not getting into a car with him. And then what? Who's going to feel sorry for me when I'm lying in a hospital bed? That's how I thought. <laughs> and I loved myself for it. <laughs> I did. You're so,
0: you're so righteous uh-huh. and it paid off
1: i was you it's didn't... like smoking are you an idiot and then i college i started smoking pack a day all
0: right so you're you're drawing a line no 17 year old boys yeah. in cars with beers yeah. oh but so you get done with college and love it all oh, right gets on snl and like the satan character drags you into show business
1: well no i called him up and said so I think I should do this and yeah. he said absolutely yeah. do this yeah but he said go to the groundlings that's where I learned the most
0: the groundlings. the
1: groundlings because he had studied theater in college and he took acting classes and he said the most I ever learned was the groundlings improvisation and sketch writing
0: and you just went over there I, like I've talked to a lot of groundlings mm-hmm. it seemed like a fun thing
1: yeah it was fun but they wouldn't take me because I called up and they said okay when's the last time you performed and I said junior high school yeah. and I said great we're going to send you to Cynthia Seghetti. Who's, who's that improv teacher she was phenomenal a she's passed away a former groundling a former groundling mm-hmm.
0: so that was she was like she'll get into shape and then you come
1: and then come she'll prepare you and then come and audition yeah. for the classes yeah so yeah. you did that mm-hmm.
0: and you, what are you doing now
1: I'm spitting out my gum because it was making noise
0: but you couldn't you do? I thought you chew it and then tuck it. What I happened to the process? I don't want to tuck it. No tucking. Oh, you go straight. You just chew through.
1: I chew through. Is it
0: a four or two?
1: Oh. Two. Oh. No, no, I'm reasonable.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I break fours in half. But oh. Sometimes okay. in the morning, I'll do a whole four.
1: Just to kick start. Uh, just get it going. Just kick start.
0: And then then you start. Then the nauseousness starts. The, the, oh, it does. Avoiding nauseousness all day. Yeah. But then you get used to the nauseousness and you realize like this is how this is how harder drugs kill people.
1: Yeah. Well like, for me because it's sweet mm. it's oh, yeah. in lieu of dessert. And then I just like oh I'm still not done with the sweet and I oh. pop another one. So you, you have know, a just a just eating problems tube. too, huh? Well <laughs> do I? I don't
0: know, do you? <laughs> I must. <laughs> I'm I'm nuts. I'm just I'm not saying it's a judgmental way. I you know, I have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I Oh, with uh, eating? Sure. What do yeah. you mean? I, I'm like, I was, I was brought up by a, a functioning anorexic, a proud anorexic woman. Oh. And, uh, you know, I was you know, very aware of calories yeah. and chubbiness for my whole life.
1: Oh, fun.
0: Yes. Wow. And it's really deep and it sticks. It's stuck.
1: It sticks. So what do you do? I'm curious because now there's a whole uh, huh. body image. Thing yeah. Where all body types are represented mm. everywhere. And- I just
0: know that if I'm fatter than I'm comfortable with, I feel I don't deserve to be alive. So count me out of the proud fat people. It's not gonna happen for me in this lifetime.
1: That's funny. I feel the same way. <laughs> I feel the same way. Oh you there's did- a roll. <laughs> On my stud, like my stud, there's a little bit of a roll. And I do the whole battle, like, so what?
0: Yeah, me too. So what, are you going to
1: kill yourself? Yeah. Really? It's that bad that you don't deserve to live? And it's like, well, I don't deserve to be seen by anybody. Exactly. I mean, I don't deserve.
0: And then when you go outside with your roll, you're like, oh, Cover it up. You you just feel like, uh... and then like, do you ever feel like if you have a little roll somewhere else, you're like, my neck is, like, I have three chins now.
1: But I do. What? I have got, I've, I've, I have, and it's not fat; it's like loose muscle. Oh, so yeah, no, but and then I just go, all right, yeah. So what? Yeah, I have fuck a it. whole battle, right? All why the can't, time. Why
0: can't I just accept myself?
1: Yes, and I end up with, oh, so what? I mean, yeah. what? do, you, So, all right, just, yeah you're older that's a good thing why is that a bad thing
0: no i know i do that too (laughs) i do it yeah you know and i don't and i you know i I, i'm okay but i'm not comfortable but if like for me to be really comfortable how like would you have to be emaciated have you ever gotten really skinny and people are like are you okay and you're like i'm great
1: no i i well unfortunately for a woman yeah if you're underweight yeah you look good
0: yeah yeah.
1: And that's all I ever got. And when I was too thin, yeah. I was sick all the time.
0: Like with colds? A cold, yeah. sinus
1: infection. Oh, really? Some kind of flu. Yeah, I was always sick.
0: And you managed it, though? You were like, you know, like you kept, you were skinny on purpose? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because you see yourself on TV, Yeah. and it's that, oh, my God, I'm just a mountain of a girl. Yeah. And I'm already Bigger than Courtney and Jennifer, right? Right. Taller. So, taller, bigger. Yeah. Like my bones feel bigger. I just right. felt like this mountain of a woman. Yeah. Next to them.
0: So, tell me about this improv teacher.
1: Oh, she was phenomenal. She was. Um,
0: What'd you learn? That was like that. The, was that like the only thing you learned?
1: No, the first thing I learned was commitment. Mm. Because she would, that first class. She kept saying, "Commit, at, commit." At. I was like, "I don't even know." What you're talking What's about. happening? I just know everybody up there. I'm embarrassed for them. Yeah, you know they're like lifting a disc and turning it into a three act play. I'm like, oh no, I don't. I can't. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, this seems is like for a waste me. of time. Seems silly. Don't think this is for me. Mm-hmm. And so then next week, yeah. I was debating whether to give the whole thing up or, oh, just go, go, just yeah. go. Yeah. Paid for the classes. And so I was <laughs> late.
0: Nice try. I tried it.
1: And I went and I was late and people were already up. She was, do you want to go up? I was like, no, no, I don't want to be rude and, yeah. you know, right. interfere with what's happening. And, um, and oh, again, they were like throwing a space ball or something. And I was like, oh, good God. And then there was one guy who was actually just, throwing a ball yeah and he wasn't making a meal out of it it just looked like oh it just looks like he's throwing a ball it's not a performance it's yeah oh god that's what that's commitment that's what she's talking about Mm. and that's not embarrassing oh commitment is what keeps it from being embarrassing right because you're just committed to it and you're just doing it
0: right you're not self-conscious.
1: Oh, the penny dropped. Yeah. And I thought, oh, and that guy's, I like him. And I went and talked to him. And Who was that? We had Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Conan O'Brien. And it was. It
0: was Conan It O'Brien. really was Conan. And he was just kind of just throwing the ball? He was just good. Yeah.
1: He wasn't making a whole thing out of it. And, yeah. um And so I just like kept my eye on him. Like he was sort of my touchstone.
0: He's evolved to make a whole thing out of most things yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Like a, I don't know what happened between then and sitting next to him on his show, but he'll make a whole thing pretty quickly and very big. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just a different skill set. But then he's making
1: fun of the fact that sure. he's making a thing out of it.
0: Yeah, it's just whereas right
1: that's others true. in the group right that was the goal.
0: And that's when you met different. him. He was in the class too, so he wasn't in the groundlings.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't take him either. Oh. He'd, he'd been too busy on the Harvard Lampoon Yeah, and, uh, you know.
0: No performing chops. And
1: no performing chops, yeah.
0: But he was funny then.
1: He was really funny.
0: He's a very smart fellow. Yeah, super N- smart. Not easy on himself, that guy.
1: No, I mean, all of his humor was, you know, the self-deprecating yeah. stuff, which yeah. was what was so appealing because, oh, he's not being mean. He's not taking anybody down but himself. Right. So that's nice.
0: And that's what did you, you guys <laughs> dated, right?
1: Very briefly. Oh, really? Not Yeah, mine? yeah. Really briefly. We were meant to be friends. Yeah, and yeah. you're still friends. Yeah,
0: I. He's always been nice to me, and I like him. I did his podcast. He's done mine. I've done his show a million times. And yeah. I, at some point, I really I realized like it's not easy for this guy getting through yeah. the day.
1: But he's. I mean, but he works. On it.
0: Well, that's what he's like. He overworks. I mean, like he's. Oh, like,
1: I so, don't mean professionally.
0: Oh, you mean the, the he works yeah, on himself.
1: I need to be there. Yeah. You know, yeah. as a husband, as a father. Oh, I good. mean, he from as long as I've not as long as I've known him. Right. But when he realized, oh, yeah, I'm going to need relationships, yeah. and <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> made it a priority to work on. And he's okay. Which I think is admirable. He's yeah. doing all right. Oh yeah.
0: He's a, he's a very tall fellow.
1: No yeah he's not small.
0: No big boy. So all right Super so tall. so you you the penny dropped and you start committing.
1: I started committing yeah and it, and so yeah that was it. No was find, great.
0: Well I find with improv like I didn't do it like I'm I come from stand up but like it seems that with improv because of exactly what you're talking about you do sort of find you know innately what is exactly funny about you. Right and how to kind of like apply it to whatever
1: you can. Yeah, yeah. I think anyone can be funny. Yeah, I and, do.
0: And and with improv, your your instincts kind of get honed, you know, with other people. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, because there's other people involved. With stand up, you're just sort of like, I'm gonna go make say these things and make all these fuckers. Laugh. laugh.
1: No, but you're still listening and paying attention. Sure. You're getting constant feedback whether you're aware of it or not oh, and I'm very I, you aware are of aware it. of it. Yeah, you are still in a dance with the audience. I can and tell. You make adjustments yeah. and alterations, when right? When you stand up? Yeah, Of
0: course. Well, yeah. I don't know how many like you do make adjustments but I've gotten to the point where like I can identify a laugh in an audience. Mm-hmm. When I hear it the first time, like I'll have it do like twenty minutes of an hour show, and I'll hear a laugh that I hadn't heard before, and I'll be like, "Really? Twenty minutes in? That's the first one you got?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would have noticed that before. It took me twenty. That was the joke. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like so. I'm very attuned.
1: to Yeah. It. Well, it's also just like flying straight into the truth.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: It's always okay, and then. You know, what's funny. I took a, um, I never was interested in doing stand up, really, because mm-hmm. it's too much work. But um, I took a class mm. and the, f- the first five minutes, each of us would have to go up and do five minutes of stand up because his point was. The audience is uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable, if you're OK yeah. with everything, right, then the audience is more inclined to laugh.
0: I wish I'd known that the first 15 years of my career.
1: <laughs> Even if what you're saying isn't hilarious. Right. If what you're saying is hilarious then pfft, great. It's great. Yeah. And so it I felt like that was true. If I think you can just pretend to be okay with yeah. everything.
0: Right. And not then, happy,
1: but just I'm okay. Pretend to be you're comfortable. Pissing me off. Right. Like you're just comfortable.
0: Right. Yeah, I I just uh yeah, I didn't I didn't do it that way. I was...
1: <laughs> but you do that now.
0: I'm very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it, but it's not—it's real. Yeah, but I pretended to not be afraid for a long time, but yeah. that just looked like anger, <laughs> not hilarious. <laughs> but
1: that works too. Oh uh, no!
0: Well, there's a like—I've noticed this about improv improvisers too, and certain types of people. There's a type of anger that's funny, but it, it can't be literally like you know lashing out at the audience, right? Like if you're like, "Oh, this world, I can't take it." Yeah, that's that cranky business. Yeah. You know, me against the world. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, how come everything keeps shitting on me? Right. That's funny, but like, you guys suck. Yeah. Not, no. Not as funny.
1: Yeah. You can't be angry at the at the people that you're, came to see you. You're my parents. I don't like
0: either <laughs> of you, you. So. Although that's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I I used to say that. He said It took me years to realize that Hollywood wasn't my parents.
1: <laughs> 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 what do you mean? I'm here. Wait. Just as stingy with the money,
0: mm-hmm, for sure. Now, <laughs> you did okay. You got it. Out, you got it out under the wire. I you know. got in under the wire.
1: We caused the wire.
0: You did. You broke I it. I think you guys broke it. I you think. took all the money.
1: Well, no. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't have paid us what we asked for. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, we were. I thought the smartest thing in the world was the six of us saying. Yeah, you can fire any one of us yeah. and still do the show yeah. because, yes, yeah. everyone's replaceable. Sure. But all of us are not replaceable. Yeah,
0: that was that was quite the uh, you, revelation. You, you took on show business. And I had a, I got to figure at that point in that show, you're kind of like, what the fuck do we have to lose? I mean, it was like, what, yeah. was it nine years in? I mean, there had yeah. to be- No,
1: eight. Eight years. Seven, in? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean was there No, but some... we
1: got flack from our first renegotiation when we wanted a hundred thousand an episode. Right. A lot of flack. Like, well that's a lot of money. What a nerve.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then it just became the biggest thing and ever. Like,
1: fine, all right, we want a million an You episode. still make money off You're it. You're gonna now. hate us anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't you?
1: <laughs> what?
0: You still make money off yeah. it. Yeah. From is it not? but it's on Netflix, right?
1: It's on Netflix. And it still is in syndication.
0: It's crazy.
1: They thought Netflix would kill syndication. Hasn't it boosted syndication? Did it? Well, not everyone has Netflix, but everyone wants to be able to. Like kids yeah. discovered it on Netflix.
0: Want to watch it? Yeah.
1: But if you don't have Netflix, you have it's to watch all, it, it somewhere. And
0: it's always on somewhere. And you can just sort of sit there and, like, yeah. oh, there it is. And then all over the world, it's on in
1: syndication.
0: It's crazy. So, it's like, great. It, 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 it is great. But, like, you are that person to so many people.
1: Yes. That's you know, fine.
0: It's fine with you. Yeah. yeah. But wait, so the Groundlings, who was in it with you? How'd you get, you finally got in?
1: Yeah, I got, yeah, take the classes and, yeah. you know.
0: And is your dad happy in? with this? Very. What's your mom do?
1: My mom is retired. She was a travel agent.
0: That's what they do. Yeah. Doctor's wife sometimes become travel agents yeah. or real estate. Burgers. She
1: did different things. Yeah. But um, my
0: mom pay- uh, splatter painted sweatsuits for a while and then opened a boutique.
1: Really? <laughs> yes. And how'd it go? It's
0: okay. It's all right.
1: She's still doing it.
0: No, she, oh. she, I think she tried to be a travel agent, but that didn't pan out, but she had the kit and then she was in, then later she got into real estate and she oh, wasn't that great at it. She's okay now. She's just retired. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. But your folks are happy with your comedic decisions.
1: Yeah, my mom was nervous yeah. for a while, you That's know, because it took like eight, nine years before I could support myself.
0: What'd your brother end up doing?
1: Neurologist.
0: Oh, so they were like, we got one. We
1: got- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they they were never <laughs> worried about us. And That's my nice. sister um, was married to a great guy, and you know, she has two. Now they're grown. Yeah, we Growing were. Kids. They were never worried about us, but. Yeah. I, I mean, my sisters told me my mom was actually worried about me.
0: Oh, well, they are because they're worried about how you're gonna uh, security. It's just like, what are you gonna do if things don't go well?
1: Yeah, I for my mom, I think mostly it was always how are you gonna find a husband? Oh yeah, you know, and yeah. with biology, it was um, you gotta lighten up. So yes, maybe with the acting thing, she'll lighten up and then meet someone. Maybe yeah. she'll start flirting, like. Yeah. That's got to be part of the behavioral repertoire. It's just not,
0: you know. It wasn't your focus? No. This is your first husband. Uh huh. Not that long, right?
1: Then we've been married. Yeah, I mean, twenty-four well, so. years.
0: That's a long time. Yeah. Oh, so you found a guy and you yeah. stayed with him for a long time. Yeah. Oh, it worked out. Yeah. I thought for some reason it was new.
1: I learned how to commit. Yeah. <laughs> from Cynthia Sagetti.
0: <laughs> Who is in your Groundlings crew?
1: Um. So Julia Sweeney. Oh yeah. We were in the company together, I've and to when her. she got on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, she's so good. She's yeah. so talented. Oh, my God. And Kathy Griffin.
0: Ah, oh, yes.
1: Kathy Griffin, who, yeah. uh, you know, she's a really good person.
0: No, I th- I agree with you. I think, yeah.
1: yeah, I think that's yeah. not fully understood. Definitely
0: knows how to commit.
1: She knows how to commit. Well, she was great at in-between sketches She, you just send her out to talk to the audience.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: she was hilarious and great. And she would do song improvs, Uh which I think are really hard.
0: Yeah, they are hard. So good. Make up a song. You really can't be embarrassed with that stuff.
1: No. I remember voting in Will Ferrell. He's very funny. Oh my God.
0: He could do it so quickly. Uh But he's very serious when you talk to him. And even if he just does it a little bit, you're
1: like, oh, you did it. it."
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so wild. (laughs) That, to have that kind of weird magical power. Because like, he, he just turns one little switch and it's just like fucking funny.
1: Yeah. No, I beyond. It, not I yeah.
0: Yeah, I watched that whole Sherlock Holmes movie. Not a funny movie, but you just wait for a couple moments.
1: Well, but what about the other guys? That movie still makes me laugh out loud yeah. every single scene and I don't understand why there wasn't a second one. I don't I don't understand.
0: Was that was that McKay? I think it was an early McKay movie, wasn't yeah. it? Those movies, I don't understand those movies, you know, because, like, they don't play anything real. The movie you just did that I watched, Booksmart.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good, isn't it? It's
0: good. There's, I thought that movie was great, and I, I mm-hmm. hadn't seen a, a lot of those kids.
1: No, I know. Isn't you that know? fun? Yeah, yeah. They're so good. Yeah. I loved that movie.
0: How do you, like, why do you end up doing movies now? Like, what was the process of that one? Because you can do whatever you want. Did well, you like Olivia, or is it? were you friends with her, or? Didn't she direct it?
1: She directed it. Yeah. No, no, it's not that we were good friends or yeah. anything. I just thought I like it. It's a day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it was one day. That right. was how I chose.
0: Right, right. Ha- to right. do things. They asked you, and I like, didn't how, have to leave what's town. What's commitment? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I didn't yeah. have to leave town. Now I'm more. I think I'm okay to leave town and. And what? And work more.
0: Oh really? You ready?
1: Even if it's inconvenient, I went to Manchester, England, to shoot there. four episodes. You were in yeah. Manchester.
0: Mm. I didn't get a sense of it. I was only there for a minute. Yeah. To shoot four episodes of the of the genealogy show.
1: No. Um, this. Do you know Mae Martin? No. She's a comedian. Yeah. And she has her own show mm. for Netflix and E4. Okay. And I'm playing her mother.
0: I don't know what E4 it's
1: is. It's a UK okay. network.
0: Oh, and you play her mother, mm-hmm. and you had a good time. Yeah, and you were there for what? I How did
1: long? nine days.
0: That's all right. That's good. But well, you're probably ready to come home, right? Sure. You're good for nine days.
1: I think I yeah I did that yeah
0: about nine days though.
1: So. I don't know. Let's see what I can do. I'm okay. ready, I'm willing to test it again, but I didn't want to for a long time.
0: Yeah. So wait, when you're in the groundlings with all these people, yeah. what did SNL? You never tried out for it?
1: Um. I, yeah, they came once, and I was told they were looking at me yeah. and Julia Sweeney. Right. Kathy Griffin was told they were looking at her. Uh-huh. Heather Morgan was told they were looking at her. Heather
0: Morgan? Yeah. What happened to Heather Morgan? She was so trippy, man.
1: She's amazing.
0: She was great. Yeah,
1: great talent. Yeah.
0: I've not seen her in so long. Yeah. I knew her in New York. Uh-huh. Like, I remember seeing, I think, a one-person show, and it yeah. was like, what the dad
1: fuck? cancer, fear and boys or something. Yeah. You no, know, like, she's unbelievable.
0: What's she doing?
1: Um, I'm just writing. Huh? Yeah.
0: I haven't seen her in so long. I haven't heard that name in so long. I remember being so like like this person's like from another world. Yeah, kind of person. No,
1: she's the real deal. Yeah, like a real artist. Right, like Maria,
0: yeah. like Bamford. You're like, where does this come yeah. from?
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, so you're all auditioning. So and- we all thought that, but I think they were there to see Julia for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. And she got it. Yeah, and you never tried again.
1: No, hmm. no. I mean, the Groundlings was pretty competitive, and yeah. I had heard SNL was a pretty competitive place, so I never felt like, shoot, that's what I need to be doing.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't think it's for everybody. You know, you assume like when you, you're there's a once you learn that this is how you get into show business that that you you assume like oh well, who doesn't want to be on Saturday Night Live? I don't yeah. know some people don't. Yeah, and you just started acting? Is that what happened?
1: Yeah, I was in a play that Robin Schiff wrote, and she had been a groundling. Yeah. Yeah, she had been a groundling, and she had a play called Ladies' Room. That was my first audition for a backer's audition for Ladies' Room. A
0: backer's audition? A backer's audition. What does that audition? mean? Like, yeah, you're, you're, uh, if there's a fallout, if there's, uh, someone doesn't show up?
1: No, like in oh. order to mount the play, they needed backers to finance oh. Oh, the okay. production. So there was an audition for like Aaron Spelling and Doug Kramer. Okay. And I auditioned to play one of two idiot girls. Yeah. In it was called Ladies' Room. Okay. And and I got it. That was my first audition and I got it for the backers audition. Okay. And so then I was in the play. Yeah. And our two characters, Romy and Michelle, were who those two characters oh, were and that
0: became a movie.
1: And then later, 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 later it became a movie.
0: Written by the same person. Robin Schiff. She decided to make it a movie.
1: Well she had tried before. Yeah. Um, and also, th- it, there was a pilot,
0: yeah, for a TV for Romy and Michelle, for us, this was her wife's
1: work. It was, <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> yeah. She did a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, and then that was my first audition.
0: And then it just took off from there. Came
1: way later. Um, yeah, I got some auditions from that from the play. Mm. That was great. And my first guest star on Cheers.
0: That was exciting.
1: That was good. Yeah, that was exciting. And it was good to see that all that stuff, like, oh my God, how could it ever end? And then nothing.
0: For really? Yeah, for a few years.
1: Yeah, for a few years.
0: Oh my God. So that
1: was all good stuff to see. Oh, it goes up and down. Just stay with it. It goes up and down. Right. Okay, good.
0: Were you just doing like TV? At the
1: beginning? Yeah, like guest star stuff. Yeah. And, you know, movie role here and there. Little ones? Yeah. Um,
0: Like it says, like you worked with Newhart? Yeah. He's the best.
1: Two times. Two different shows. And Michelle, Christy Meller and I, were in the finale, the series finale of the Newhart show, that phenomenal thing where he wakes up with Suzanne Plachette. We Mm -hmm. were in that. So that was so exciting to be there. And there's Suzanne Blanchett, like, well, I don't know. I don't say anything about what this is. Yeah, it was so exciting. We were the wives of Larry Darrell and Daryl.
0: That was like, he's, I, I interviewed him. It was such an honor somehow. Bob I mean, Newhart? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, he was, then he had a show, Bob, and yeah. I played Tom Poston's daughter, Kathy. I had a recurring role. And Bob Newhart remembered me.
0: From, from Years Bob?
1: later, from that, from Bob. Wow, that's thrilling. Yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: because it's it's, it's it's really exciting to meet these old comedy heroes.
1: I know, and he's nice. He's, he's a so really nice. decent, good yeah person. He's yeah. also just hilarious.
0: So funny, the timing, right? So funny. Oh. Tim yeah. Conway just passed away.
1: He did today. Today. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry,
0: I didn't mean to be the one to tell you. Oh, I went to school
1: with Tim Conway Jr.
0: Did you go to school with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson too?
1: I don't think so. No, no.
0: Because Paul Thomas Anderson's dad and Tim Conway were like best friends.
1: Yeah, I think he's a little older. He went to Taft High School, I think, or Birmingham.
0: Paul Thomas Anderson? Yeah. I don't know, where'd you go? Taft. But you think he was a little older?
1: I think so. That's what I'm trying to remember. Well maybe he's not. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but you didn't know him. I don't know. Oh yeah. So you knew Tim's son? Tim. Yeah. His Tim he's Jr. Tim
1: Conway Jr.
0: I guess yeah I think he was ill for a little while oh, with shoot. the uh with the um Alzheimer's or something. Oh. But he passed away today. He's very funny too. Mm-hmm. That generation's going. Yeah. I guess. It happens. Yeah. <sighs> Do you think about death?
1: Yeah. Oh. I mean I try not to.
0: Yeah. But it's right there all Cause the time. Because I don't
1: like that we don't get to know what that is. You know?
0: <laughs> You're kind of a l- little control freak, a little bit?
1: <laughs> I think so, yeah. I try not to be. I try to control it. <laughs>
0: <try> to go- <laughs> so, how? what is the process to, like I know you've got quite a resume, huh. but Friends, like 236 episodes?
1: Okay, yeah. Wow. That's a lot. I know I don't remember any of them.
0: But they have it separated on this. What? Did you play your sister too?
1: Oh, yeah, Ursula.
0: Right. So it says main role, 236 episodes, recurring role, eight episodes.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Is that IMDb? <laughs> it, no, it's on Wiki. Oh, recurring role. Yeah. <laughs> well, because also Ursula was from yeah. Mad About You.
0: Right. Right. That was the ori- That's where the character originated? Ursula. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ursula did.
0: She showed up. Uh, so when did that, I, I don't know the whole history Friends, of Friends. But
1: Friends, Phoebe wasn't really like Ursula. Right. Not really. Right. Yeah. I had a recurring role on Mad About You. And because of that, David Crane, who created Friends, his boyfriend, Jeffrey Cleric was a writer on Mad About You. And he's like, oh, you should see her. Yeah. For Phoebe.
0: And the rest is history. And
1: I got to. And then we were on right after Mad About You. So it was, well, you're going to see the same like blonde head and voice. Like the same... (laughs)
0: Was it a problem after a half
1: hour later? So, oh, you yeah. did a
0: lot. You were Ursula on there a lot. Yeah, but the character's different, a little.
1: Yeah, I thought. I mean, look to me, it was. <laughs> you yeah. know what? It, what you see on the outside, I don't know. Feels that different, <laughs> but you know, you're, I mean, she you're, was really dense.
0: You were coming from a totally different place.
1: She was dense. How now? How much do you
0: like? How. Did those relationships sustain like you know, after working with those people for jeez decade years. yeah i mean do you do you talk to the other ones, yeah, really,
1: yeah, Which I mean ones? the girls more than the guys, right, um, but yeah, we all everybody. still get along. We had dinner a couple years ago, everybody everybody for the first time since we were finished, where'd you eat at Jennifer's house? oh, yeah. Yeah, where would, where were we gonna go? <laughs> you know, that would be yeah. weird.
0: See, what about that part of a celebrity life?
1: Yeah, the what like, about that. Well, I don't feel like it's so bad for me. Right. You know, I mean, I'm married to a regular person, and really, yeah. what's he do? Um, he was in advertising. He's retired. Oh, so you're but,
0: married to a retired advertising guy? Uh-huh. Did he have his own company? Yeah. Oh, so he sold it? Yeah. Oh. So that's good. Yeah. So it's not that bad for you. But during the heyday of, of it, it must have been kind of intense. Yeah. But you didn't mind it.
1: No, no, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I don't like crowds.
0: And they would gather?
1: Sometimes. <sighs> yeah. You know, but you try to avoid that. Yeah. You know, like I can't even go to concerts, not because of celebrity, but right. because I don't like crowds Do you have and that, clubs, never. No way.
0: Just too many people around? Yeah.
1: If I, I get nervous,
0: uh-huh.
1: you know, like when you see like a club and everyone's stampeding out and 10 people die or, you know, like.
0: That one time that happened? That,
1: well, that kinda... there was a rash of that happening, but. I guess so. Yeah, I realized it yeah. in college we were waiting in line for a concert at yeah. the chapel and we were all tightly packed yeah. in line. Yeah. And like the person behind me was like I could feel them and I wanted to punch them. Right. Like I got, I felt really violent. Yeah.
0: Well, you know the the feeling where the whole crowd is moving and no one really has control? That's horrifying. Oh
1: no, right.
0: The worst feeling where you're like, what's happening? And no one can answer the question because it's just (sighs) happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. So
1: that for you too?
0: I don't like Is that an shit. issue. Yeah. I, can you
1: be in a con at a concert? Like, I can't. Everyone is. Well, I don't
0: go up to the. I don't go up to the stage. But sometimes, like I'm like, I can't get up there. But so, and, like sometimes, though, if I if I do it, I'm like, I'm glad I came up here. But like, who am I really seeing now? Usually, the concerts I go to, it's people my age <laughs> standing around. <laughs> you know, so no one. If you're sitting up front, you're like, are we going to stand or no? Is anyone else standing? Well, I think we can stay seated. Let's just stay in the seats.
1: It's easier yeah. on the legs. Let's just sit down. Oh,
0: fuck that guy standing. I guess we're up. <laughs> Here we
1: go. But I get like anywhere. It's yeah. okay. If we can leave just a few minutes before everybody else.
0: Oh, always. Yeah, it's the best. I did a whole bit about that. It's actually better than the show. Yeah, getting out <laughs> successfully before everybody else. That feeling of like, fucking
1: did it. Yeah. We're I out. Oh, my God. It's like be- walking within a crushing herd. <sighs> no, no, no. I don't like too much of anything.
0: Can't you get backstage? I think you could get backstage if you had your people call if you want to go to something. I don't know if you know this about being who you are, but you could probably <laughs> make a couple calls and you know get pretty good seats.
1: But, but backstage? No. Probably
0: just side stage.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I have. I I went. Sia is a friend, and she wanted oh. me to go see her, and I was like, ah. She said, no, no, it'll be okay. You'll see. And I brought my son and it was, it was fine. Yeah. It was great.
0: You guys hang out? Yeah. Not
1: lately. She was doing this project and so she was really busy, but.
0: So you all go to dinner at Jen's house and how'd that go? Great. I mean, we
1: just laughed the whole night. It was really fun. Yeah? Yeah.
0: And everybody's got their own lives now. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And everyone's pretty happy.
1: Yeah. Seems to be.
0: I, how, I mean, you, you would assume that. How could they, you know? I mean, you know, you see a lot of Jen somehow yeah. in the world. right There's never a, a non-Aniston time.
1: Uh, that's true. <laughs> that's completely true. Even no if she's not what. doing anything, she's around.
0: Oh, there she is. She's on that. Yeah. Oh, there's Jen. Yeah. Oh, look, she's on that thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's a really happy person.
0: That's, that's good
1: to know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need to worry about her.
0: So, it seems like when you did like the comeback, though, like you can do the dramatic thing. Yeah. Do you do you like doing that? Yeah. Is that what you want to do now?
1: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind. There's something to me a little easier about that.
0: About being about not being about being.
1: Yeah, funny. You know.
0: Funny's hard. Which
1: kind of funny? Which tone of funny? (laughs) Which level? How broad? How (laughs) what's you know?
0: Yeah. That, yeah.
1: There's so many. But you're one of those people where
0: it's sort of like you do a thing.
1: I do. Yeah. Okay. What is that?
0: You just did it. Oh. oh like you know what is that? Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you like have a, a, yeah. a, a Lisa thing that you do. Uh huh. And I imagine when people hire you, they're like, do do more of your thing or less of your thing?
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Serious movies. Though. I'm trying to remember. Because the comeback, you were oh. kind of intense. I mean, that was not. Oh that.
1: yeah, it was up and down. It was right. It was like to it, me, I laughed out loud that first season. It made me laugh just sure from start to finish. And I know it was very disturbing to other people, which I didn't f- fully understand why.
0: Because they they couldn't they they could they assumed it was you. Because I of guess. The, the similarities were were too much for them to bear. Because like I see you now, not similarities. I mean. You're, you're a pleasant person. You seem happy with your life. You have your problems and you, you chew too much nicotine gum and you worry about your weight and <laughs> you try to manage things that are out of your control. But a- aside from that.
1: <laughs> In general, I'm fine. I mean, it's like the normal range but, of neuroses. I mean, Right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: But I think that people who, who grew to love you as Phoebe, then you, know, then you do this show and they're like, oh, my God, she's miserable. Well,
1: <laughs> but I wasn't miserable. I know that, but and they don't know. she wasn't miserable. I think, but honestly, because Michael Patrick King, we did that together, and we were working on that. He said, he had a moment where he just went, "Uh, uh-oh. I went, what? He said, I think we have a point of reference for this character as a man. There's no point of reference for this character, for a woman.
0: You mean a washed-up sitcom star?
1: Yeah, who's still trying to get on that treadmill and, you know ambitious and you know humili- will humiliate herself for oh, the okay. sake of right you know the spotlight yeah. and
0: uh so there was no precedent is that what he was yeah. saying that we could go like like so and so
1: right like okay. there's no frame of reference right. for this yeah. and i it might be too ahead of the curve for that and yeah. and i was like well, i don't understand no, I, that doesn't make sense to me women are just as ambitious as men and i didn't even register until then we were canceled Mm -hmm. and two things happened first was artists you know writers and people would say that was a fantastic show and the network made a mistake the executives you know mostly men right like straight men yeah we're like yeah wonder why why do you think Uh it didn't work yeah because it didn't work I was like, well, it worked. I mean, I, the ratings were fine. Yeah, oh, really? Not the ratings? Huh. I said, well, I think maybe because cause she's a woman. Yes, that's it. I think that's it. Yes. like oh. So there are two things in that. One of them is, oh, it's a woman. We don't have a point of reference. Women shouldn't humiliate themselves because we need to take care of their victims. You know, They're not in, in the power position, so huh. don't make fun of them. The other part was the business people were um, not questioning a business decision by HBO. Right. The artists were saying, oh, they made a mistake. Hmm. But the business people were like, no, no, it's justified somehow. Let's figure out. We'll work backward from there.
0: Huh. I don't know. And then they made it another one.
1: Yeah. Nine years later.
0: What was that? Like, the, were you holding on to it for that long? Or whose idea was that? How did that happen?
1: That was no. The network was like, you know what? I mean, we're about to do like redo this and redo that. Why don't we redo that? I yeah. think the audience, our audience, would like to see that. So. And how we that one great. go over? I think great. Yeah. Great. Yeah.
0: But you didn't. You didn't want to do more.
1: Um. No. Hmm.
0: hmm.
1: No, they didn't want to do more. Oh, they didn't. They didn't want to do more. Oh, so fucking. Because I don't think the ratings were that great. It's sort of like a cult. On thing. HBO, was it HBO? Yeah, HBO. I think it's more of a cult thing than uh,
0: It's weird now. Now with Netflix, like they're, I uh, like I'm on a show on Netflix, uh-huh. right? And like,
1: wait, which one is that? Glow. Oh yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. And you don't know they they run things like if it's not if it's if it's not huge, you know, it's like three two three seasons three four seasons, like we're done. Yeah. But on some level, isn't four seasons enough?
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I mean, isn't that really enough?
1: It should be, but it wasn't before because there was syndication. But Netflix doesn't have to worry about syndication.
0: And also, like, I realized, too, is, like, you know what happens, like, with friends or anything else? Is that, you know, you're employing a lot of people. Yeah. So whether or not you're sick of it or the stories run out or you're repeating yourself, it's like,
1: yeah, but, like... A couple hundred people have a job. Yeah. Yeah, I know.
0: You feel that, I bet.
1: Yeah, that's what's too bad. But, you know, the other thing is that's the argument that's never taken to Sacramento for California, like the tax rebates for shooting in this state. Yeah, It's not – because I know their argument is we can't give a tax credit to, you know, Steven Spielberg. Right. You know, that's just –
0: so you're saying they should shoot more? There's incentive in it to shoot. To,
1: they should because right. it's not Steven Spielberg. Out. It's not the people who have money right. that you're giving a tax break to. Yeah, it's, it's a, the people, the hundreds of people who work on a production. It's the it's the businesses right. surrounding yeah. this industry right. that you are supporting right. when you allow people to shoot here.
0: Right, but I guess the state's just sort of like, oh, they're making so much money, let's take it. Yeah. Right and then people are like we're going to Albuquerque, we're going to Vancouver,
1: Louisiana. Where you now know? I hear Puerto Rico, South Africa. Really? What? Yes.
0: Productions are going to all the way to South Africa?
1: Yeah. That's just to what do I a sitcom. To do yeah. That's crazy. Crazy.
0: So you worked with um Jane and Lily?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I love Lily. Yeah, yeah, because she did. uh, We did a thing called Web Therapy, and she played my mother. Oh, right. (laughs) She was fantastic.
0: (laughs) And what happened to that show?
1: That show got canceled. Mm. We were on Showtime.
0: Does it hurt your feelings? No. You just it's for you. It's just part of the business.
1: Yeah, I don't take it personally.
0: But this genealogy show keeps going.
1: We're back on NBC. We were on. We started on NBC. They canceled us. Yeah. And then TLC picked us up. Yeah, and now we're back on NBC.
0: That's well. That's a good story. It's
1: good. It's great. And it's you unprecedented. Love,
0: and you love doing it.
1: I love doing it with all my heart.
0: Do you now? I haven't watched it. Do you travel with them when they go to these places? I don't. Oh, you don't.
1: I would if someone really wants me to.
0: Oh, but you take some. You you'll have a subject, and then you'll take them to where they're ancestral roots are
1: yes they're walking in the footsteps of their ancestor yeah it's unbelievable the stuff that blows me away is like we did josh groban and he went to germany Mm -hmm. where he had like a great 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 it was like the 17th century yeah. And that guy's at this wow. college, right? And it's right after like Lutheranism took over, you know, when, or no maybe it was before that. Are event. these Jews? No, this okay. one was not. No. Okay. No, no. Um and you see what he did in school? He had to work mm. as a musician. Yeah. To teach music and his um instrument was his voice. No. Josh Groban. Way, 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 way back. See that kind of stuff's Why? And his ancestor's instrument was his voice. It's crazy, just like Josh Groban. We got to go. If someone's calling me. I'm just going to say stop. Are
0: there like you got? Do you have another thing to do? No. You you have the watch?
1: Yeah, I stopped wearing it for a while, and then I started wearing it again.
0: But is it good? It seems too small. I mean,
1: too small for what? You can't read that.
0: I can actually. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. No. But you, can, but you can't read news on there.
1: No, no. That's not what I use it for.
0: You just use it for, what do I got to do? And hey. Someone,
1: well, it taps someone. me. Like if I'm not breathing enough. I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> sometimes I just breath? hold my breath. I yeah. do
0: too. <laughs> do, you, do you sometimes realize like, why am I holding my breath?
1: No, I don't. That's the bad part. My husband, if we're on the phone, he'll say, well, you're not breathing. Uh, why do we oh, do that? I don't know. Oh I do know actually well tell me I do what it's because I feel like um I can be more alert to my surroundings if that Quiet pesky breathing isn't getting interfering <gasps> so, with what I'm hearing and
0: <laughs> so you do, oh so you're conscious of it I just find myself doing it like just, I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, why am I not breathing? Yeah, if I'm, I
1: bend down to pick something up, yeah, and it's taking me too long for whatever reason to yeah. do what I have to yeah. do, bending over, right? I get dizzy because I have stopped breathing. <laughs> I've been holding my breath.
0: Oh, that's weird. so I have huh? to
1: remind myself, you're allowed to breathe. Yeah, in and out. Oh, yeah, when this. you <laughs> are bending <laughs> over, <laughs> like you're allowed. It's I think
0: a- when I stop breathing, it's if it's usually a tense moment in my mind or with somebody. Where I'm like, maybe if I, my something inside of me is like, if you're not breathing, you're not here.
1: Oh. Oh. Okay. Shoot. What? Is that why I do it? No, I don't know. I'm no, that's a to... good one. <laughs> that's a good one. God damn it.
0: All right, so now what's oh. happening now is the 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 genealogy show's coming yeah. back. Yeah. You got the movie out. Book yeah. smart, which is nice. It's
1: a good it's so good. And Olivia Wilde is the real deal. Yeah. She's a There's
0: a lot director. going on in that movie. I can't I can't remember what it reminded me. Oh, you know what it reminded me of? What? Kinda I might not be remembering it correctly. You remember that movie Go with everybody with uh Sarah Paul Jay Moore, and like you know, I didn't Elephant. See it. Well, there was just like a lot of young yeah. people, a lot of stuff going on yeah. from all angles. Like I remember that vibe. Like it's it just keeps moving. Yeah. What's what's that what, what's the uh the the one, the real funny uh, young woman, Beanie, is that her name? Oh,
1: Beanie Feldstein.
0: Where'd she come from?
1: She came from here. She's she like classic. She grew up here. You know who her brother is? Nope. Jonah Hill. Oh,
0: that's his sister. Yeah, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. They're, they're funny people. But she
1: makes sense too. I yeah. mean, she did um, theater in No, I high remember hearing that because th-
0: I remember him saying his sister Beanie. She's yeah.
1: fantastic.
0: Naturally funny person.
1: She just is great. Yeah. Caitlin Deaver was so She's good. She's so good. She's oh a good actress. Oh, my God. She's Everyone a... in it was just so good.
0: I agree with you.
1: My God.
0: Are you are you about to make a movie? Is that why we were talking about it in sort of a cagey way about you? Are you going out and doing it?
1: Oh, making a movie? Yeah. No, I'm not about to make a movie. Mm. But I might about, I think I will, if something doesn't happen, do a pilot. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Really? It's on the table? Yeah. Um,
1: it's on the table. Does it look good? It's on the table, getting sorted out.
0: Is it? Is it your show? <laughs> no. Oh.
1: Well, con, no.
0: No. Are you? What are you going to do now? Are you going to go eat.
1: Me? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. After this? Not, no.
0: Oh. All right.
1: Fat as I am? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Rolls.
1: Do I deserve to eat? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I'm so like in my own up my own ass with that right now. I I'm, I don't go to restaurants because that's like I can make it at home and I have control of that situation. Oh, uh, do you eat meat?
1: Yeah, it's I good. like meat. It's good, right? I like it. I yeah. have to eat less of it.
0: Yeah, why? Because cholesterol?
1: No, hmm. no. <laughs> that's the one thing I'm completely not worried about. But so, uh, yeah.
0: Um, it was good talking to you. You too. Do you uh, do you feel like we've we've done everything we can?
1: Yeah. Yeah. At least.
0: And you're friends with everybody. Yeah. From the friends and everything. Oh yeah. That's great. Yeah. Why not? Well, I like that you guys sometimes hang out because I like I still have this weird idea about show business, even though I'm in it. Where, mm-hmm. where if someone's in a movie, I'm like, you guys hang out? Are you and Billy Crystal?
1: No. Why would you? Yeah. No. I don't hang out with Billy Crystal. No, I know, but I just
0: always assume that but there's a camaraderie. Along. He's one of those people where you just, like, it's like, you, you know, you get you get the, um, the tinder going. Like, you just get, like, oh, there, it's going to catch. Mm-hmm. You just, like, and then you just light up. If you just, like, blow a little smoke under Billy Crystal, you've got two hours on yeah. your hands.
1: That's what's great about yeah. him because he'll tell you everything. Yeah. Like, there is no secret. Yeah. There is no everything he's yeah. just an open book and and
0: oddly sort of like still doesn't like he's one of those guys that's driven by like you know i didn't really do is like he's a little insecure for a guy who's done as much as he has
1: who isn't I know. that's what always when shocks does that me? go away oh uh, that's what always shocks me
0: about every about all of us
1: yeah what
0: is that about because i got to go to therapy at four.
1: Oh, well stop bragging
0: no, but it's like that's nice like, that you get to. But there's some part that of uh, of me and of, of performers that just don't ever think we're good enough. Who did that?
1: You. Sounds, you did it. It sounds like you, you have did good, it.
0: You don't seem insecure.
1: Well, I have periods where I am for sure, but I, because I—that's all your decision. It is. It's a decision. It's a state of mind. It's a
0: science. That, is it science? Well.
1: <laughs> There's a lot you can control. Yeah, act as if,
0: you know, don't, you know, stop thinking about it. Don't, yeah, I think you're right. You create
1: your own reality.
0: Well, you got to be careful There is that. no reality. Yeah, that's... What
1: I do believe that.
0: Well, I mean, so do 35% of uh, the country who, you know, believe that Hillary Clinton was involved in a pedophilia ring. So oh, you've well. So you, you have to acknowledge some No, reality.
1: there's facts, but yeah, in okay, the absence yeah. of facts, which is a big chunk of mm-hmm. our existence... Day to day... There's a big chunk yeah. where there are no facts.
0: That's You decide. You can decide. Yeah, to breathe.
1: To breathe. That people <laughs> like you yeah, or they don't. Sure. It doesn't matter. E- Either way, you don't know one way or the other, so you might as well decide that they do.
0: E- Why not? Because you know what I've learned over time? They're not even fucking thinking about you.
1: No one's thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Everything a human being <laughs> and, says and to reality. you yeah. has to do with themselves and not you
0: okay well I'm glad we got that solved do
1: you need therapy now I'm wondering
0: I, well can we get my <laughs> mother this, on the phone let me get my mother on After the phone. this, Did we talk- just talked to my mother <laughs> thanks Lisa <laughs> there you go wasn't she great I like her I love her just say love now it's all about love all about open heartedness trying I'm trying seriously oh man my chest hurts it does Hey, okay, so, okay, the new movie, Book Smart, that Lisa's in, is in theaters this Friday, May 24th, and you can watch uh, the show Friends anytime during the day, anywhere in the world. I hooked up a tremolo box to the Echo box on the Gibson Les Paul Deluxe through the old 1958 Fender Amp. And now you will hear that. <laughs>